Welcome to the Wonders of Thetis podcast, your one-stop shop for all your Dragon Age role-playing game needs. My name is Ren, and welcome to a very special episode where we've got a collection of special guests on from the illustrious AetherCon Tabletop Gaming Convention. AetherCon 6, I believe, we're running for, and uh, of course, they are... Stephen J. Holodinsky, event coordinator. I'm Ed Clower, I'm the prize wrangler for the event. And I'm Peter Bryant. I'm the tech wizard. Thank you all so much for coming on. This is exciting. Oh, thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. us. Pete's <laughs> the only one that gets to be a character class. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Ooh, gonna have to explain that one to me. <laughs> no, nah, I just took it. I did. They didn't let me. I just took it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotcha. I mean, you had all the tech in hand, so you they couldn't say no. No, right. <laughs> nice. So, um. Let's see, we had the organizers for a convention, online convention, called AetherCon 6. Um, so I guess to start off really straightforward, uh, what is AetherCon? Um, AetherCon is a completely online tabletop RPG convention. Um, there are several facets to it, uh, but as with most uh, tabletop RPG conventions, the thing that it's built around are the tabletop RPGs. Um, you know, we use a couple of different virtual tabletop platforms to run those, uh, Roll20 and Google Hangouts. Um, there are, are a few different uh, audio platforms we use, Roll20, Google Hangouts, of course, Skype, mm-hmm. and uh, this year we've added uh, Discord to that number. Nice. Um, well, good. Let's see. I've, I've used all three of those, and they're all fantastic. Uh, Roll twenty is a is a heck of a thing to be running any games on. So I'm I'm excited to see. I'm excited to try it out myself. Um, I noticed that uh, you have three games on the schedule, which is great because <laughs> we have been really, really trying to get uh, some Green Ronin stuff in there, uh, specifically Dragon Age, and to date we have not. Uh, oh, man. Been able to do that. So this is really great for us that we have now finally got some Dragon Age on the sked. Sweet. I'm happy to help. I do love running Dragon Age. I'm very excited to try out this new adventure that I wrote. Uh, I'll be running three games of what, uh, cha- what chains are for, for those of you who'd like to try and sign up. Um, yeah, I've... Of course. We'll be release. Sorry. We'll be releasing the schedule uh-huh. on, the, on the 21st, and at that point you will be able to see when all these games are scheduled. Excellent. But you won't be able to sign up to to uh, play them until mid-September, as we will be adding more as things go on, as, as we get closer. Gotcha. So this is all this is all pretty cool. AetherCon 6, this is, so this is, I, I'd be correct in assuming this is the 6th one? Yes, this will be okay. our 6th. It's uh, gotcha. November 10th to the 12th of Excellent. 2017, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Gotcha. So, um, how did this all get started? Uh, where did this all come from? Um, I uh, took a sabbatical from gaming during the 90s. I went over and I toured Europe. Um, took a backpack and 2200 bucks Canadian. Was over there for 10 years. 
and uh, I came back and a lot of things had changed. Um, people had discovered the internet and thereby had discovered you know, chat rooms and forums and what have you. And the one thing that I noticed straight away when I came back and you know I wanted to play the gaming store in my town had closed down. I've lived in a small place. So that wasn't an option. So I had to go online and try and find people. Uh, and the one thing I noticed when I did that is the amount of vitriol that was being spewed left, right, and center by people, you know, heavily involved in addition wars or or type of game wars or genre wars or whatever kind of gotcha. war you want you want to you care to mention, <laughs> and and I mean, you know, the one thing I remember thinking at the time is you know there's only so many entertainment dollars that are out there, and. Right people who like don't know where to spend their money and say you know what I'm going to try this role playing game thing and if they walk into one of these uh, you know chat rooms or look at one of these forums and this is what's going on they're going to turn around walk out and go watch a movie right you're, you're not going to get, that industry is not going to get that money it's not going to get their time and the industry needs both those things I mean if you take a look at uh, you know where the top entertainment dollars are spent on, on which entertainment we're not in the top 5 we're not in the top 10 likely we're not even in the top 20 or if we are we're very close to the bottom of that top 20 so we need all the help we can get and this was not helping anything um, you know we started this uh, to, for, for that reason for the reason that a lot of people just can't get to, to conventions like Gen Con or Origins or you know, because they simply just they lack the means. They don't have the way to get there. They don't have the money to afford a flight or a train or however it is they want to get there, or they don't have the money to afford the hotel. Uh, and this was the kind of this is the kind of thing that says you know what for all those people who can't get to a convention, let's let's do this let's do this, you know. And, Excellent. You know, so I like that. I like that a lot. That's really cool. The con the convention for everybody is for a convention for everyone who can afford the internet. Which is <laughs> everybody? Come on now. <laughs> Which is everybody? Yeah. It really is. You know. So oh. that's that's really cool. I, I'm I'm super down. So um, now clearly this is a very a somewhat uh, atypical convention compared to something like Origins or Gen Con or the places where you actually have to walk into a big crowded smelly fair with lots of folks um, you get to do this from the comfort of your own home um, and you guys have done this a couple times by now what's an on con well, I mean you guys this is kind of a vague question but what's an online convention like uh, what's uh, what what can folks expect well I mean the one real big uh, advantage with an on online convention is you don't have to deal with a fire marshal uh, if, fair uh, enough you know if, if uh, hopefully if <laughs> Or the health department. I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess that's going to be a building by building kind of deal. But at least that's only going to be one person who has to evacuate the building. True, uh, but uh, I mean, if you want uh, to add a table, you add a table. There's no, it's, there's never a case of well, we don't have room or we have to rent a new building. Like those, those, those problems are not our problems, which are, which is fortunate for us. Um, you know. We, like I said, we have a, a few different aspects. Uh, I'll probably touch on those a little bit later. Uh, but there's panels, there's Q&As, uh, there's, 
There's a miniature painting tournament. There's a voting in that. There's a live speed nice. paint duels and voting. Um, there's also Bobble Brooks Bazaar, which I'll get into a bit later, where people can buy stuff. There's a lot of different aspects. We try to make AetherCon in terms of activities uh, close to a real-life con. Yeah, it sounds like you're already pretty well on the way. Well, I mean, there are many aspects of gaming which we're not covering that we would like to. Fair you enough. Know. You know, so we're, we're still building, we're still working things out, but it has been six years, so that's something. Yeah, yeah. It looks, it, from what I've seen, you guys have come a long way. You know, and, and Stephen, I want to I want to touch on something real quick. Something that occurred to me while you're talking about you know people can game from their own home. And you said you know they don't have to walk in, and you know this one of the things that we're we're benefiting people on that that maybe I don't know if you're taking into consideration or not is you know people who have disabilities who have a hard time getting to conventions. I know uh, a, a buddy of mine, Hans Cummings, his his wife, uh, she needs a, a wheelchair, and they have issues you know sometimes with conventions. He does a thing every year. Uh, where he writes up, you know, uh, he writes up Gen Con and their, you know, their their ability to uh, accommodate uh, people with uh, disabilities. And um, guess what? You can you can attend. I mean, I guess uh, you know anyone who has a computer who has a disability that would normally, you know, maybe if they were blind or or deaf, uh, I'm sure that they they can have teletype or whatever. I don't know whatever it is they use today, but they could still attend. You know, it, it's very accessible gotcha. for everybody. You know, so that, that's kind of a neat thing. I don't know if you ever thought about the service you're providing for for people who have a hard time at conventions, or you know, you've been hearing a lot lately of people having anxiety problems. I mean, if you have a lot of anxiety and you, you don't like being in those large crowds of people, I know people who don't go to really cool conventions because it's just too much. It's just it's just over overwhelming something like this is easy access for them excellent i hadn't that's thought about point. that that's cool that's a good point um that's yeah that's cool it's all you all right somebody's gonna talk now um so you're fine uh, you're fine um so I guess, I mean, obviously, we're, I'm going to be running a little bit of Dragon Age there, but um, I guess for the fo uh, one of the big questions folks might have is, what's going to be there? What's folks running? We um, have I think a that's lot a, that's of a, games a, available. Yeah, that's a dead question. I was just going to say that. <laughs> sure. Right. Um, well, first of all, uh, open gaming is, is one of our big aspects. I mean, anybody who wants to run a game, come and register as a game master and give us a description of what it is that you want to run and we'll put it out there and, and players can sign up for it. Uh, we have uh, a lot of people running 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons, but we have Dresden Files, we have Fate, we have uh, Savage Worlds, um, some of the uh, OSR types, uh, one guy in particular running a first edition Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Nice. Uh, Car Wars is is involved this year. Uh, a lot of a lot of opportunities for a wide variety of games. Now, no on top of the open games, you've got publisher run games. There's an opportunity here to to play with the guys who created the games. Wow. Um, uh, especially in the innovator section. We have uh, publishers that are coming out with new products that will be hitting the market in the uh, 
October, November, December time frame. And they're bringing those products to EtherCon so that you can get an opportunity to check them out. I mean, it's sort of like their chance to preview before Black Friday. That's nice. Good deal. You know what? Yeah, hey, yeah, I, yeah. I got to see this Car Wars because I'm trying. I'm trying to picture how how you're going to do that online. I mean, that that sounds really cool. I mean, like, and I know I'm part of all this, but but I I don't know. I'm not. You know, I don't know how that's going to work. But that's cool. I've I've never even heard of that game. What's what, oh what's Car Wars? Car? Old oh, school. That's, man. That's Steve Jackson. Yeah. Steve Jackson games. Oh, okay, gotcha. Is yeah. it a card game or is it? No, a, no. It's uh, a, no. It's like you got this. You put on a like a a racetrack. Graphics, <laughs> slapper down there. Oh, that uh, sounds great. And then you can build your own cars, like with armor, okay. and different weaponry, and what have you. Nice. And then it's just basically one big, uh, you know, road race, uh, Mad Max style. It's like oh, it's man. like BattleTech with cars. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, it is. It's fantastic. a fantastic game. I love. If I'm ever at a convention <laughs> and I see people playing it, I try to take time out of my schedule to go play it. Excellent. Well, I'm going to have to check that out and see if it's right around the Gen Con. A lot of they, really friendly players in Car Wars, too. I was uh, giving okay. away our uh, our random encounter prizes last year. We have uh, staff members that, that check into active games and randomly select people to win prizes during those games. Uh, happened to get a winner in one of the Car Wars games, and they actually asked me to you know, stop giving out prizes and come stay and play with them for a while. <laughs> nice. Now, wasn't so great for everybody else, so I turned them down and went ahead and gave out more prizes. But they're a really gotcha. friendly group. Now, nice. in addition what? to that, besides the open gaming and the publisher running games, we have organized gaming. We have uh, Pathfinder Society, for example, nice. uh, D&D Adventures League. Uh, people that, that want to participate in these things so that they can have credit for their organized game uh, participation. There are plenty nice. of those available. Excellent. I do a lot of Pathfinder Society, so that's that's always cool for me. What uh, what Ed does not tell you about that Car Wars session is they weren't going to give him a car. They just want him to run around on the racetrack. Okay. Oh, okay. I was going to be the target. <laughs> right. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's fun. I mean, um, that could be fun. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple other games that uh, Ed missed that I thought should bear mentioning because they're both pretty good. Um, one is Boot Hill 2nd Edition. That's in there. Um, and another one is Honest Path Publishing. What's their big title? I keep forgetting what it's called. White Wolf? Is that the D10 system? White Wolf is a D10 system. Yeah, is it is it what yeah, vampires masquerade? Yep, the, the that's them. Yeah, yeah, that's them. ups. Nice. Yeah, I, just, I I just could not put the game and the publisher together. Boot Hill, gotcha. really, in an original D and D and Car Wars, man. You, the old school crowd, the old farts are gonna love this. No kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Boot Hill's great. It's being run by uh, Tim Basalian, who's uh, been uh, running games at Aethercon for a few years now. Cool. He's one of our he's one of our real good ones. And nice. Car Wars, just uh, to point that out, it's being run by Steve Jacobs, who's been doing this for a couple of years now, too. Cool. Well, good deal. All right. So, um, you folks mentioned that there are prizes that can be won. So, what kinds of prizes we got So online? many prizes. We have, 
we have, first of all, different categories of prizes. We have, uh, we have a bundle of prizes, uh, electronic products uh, for game masters that registered early and mm -hmm. come along and actually run their game. They ha we have a whole bundle of things that are coming to them from publishers like Third Eye Games, Shades mm -hmm. of Vengeance, uh, Story Weaver Games. Uh, there's also a, a similar bundle for players that register early and, and actually participate in their game. Um, nice. With player-oriented uh, products from Hunter's Books, uh, Norse Foundry, uh, Third Eye Games is in there as well. Um, we have the Random Encounter Bundle, which I mentioned earlier. Uh, we'll, mm -hmm. have, uh, we'll have people checking into active games and choosing someone at random from those games to award prizes to. All um, right. Those are all kinds of amazing things. Uh, a hardcover copy of Outbreak Deep Space from Hunter's Books, a uh, box of miniatures from Star Hat. Um, uh, Mobius Adventures is providing a choice of the Mazes and Perils Core rulebook, or if you've already got that, uh, the Snake's Heart, their their adventure for Mazes and Perils, okay. uh, and other prizes in there as well. Uh, there's a drawing for everyone who downloads the convention magazine. Hmm. Uh, one person who who downloads the convention magazine will be drawn, and they will win a a significant prize package that includes uh, a set of 10 miniatures from Ralpartha Europe, uh, hardcover copy of Legacy of Mana, the High Space Core rulebook from Storyweaver, some fantastic prizes in that bundle. Man. Uh, everyone who participates in open games, the uh, not the organized play, but any of the open games, mm -hmm. they'll be entered for the open gaming prize which is a huge bundle. That also includes miniatures from Ralph Partha, uh, the core rules for Rapture from Story Weaver. Uh, we have uh, Mystical Throne Entertainment has three different uh, soft cover rule sets that are in there. Uh, anybody who participates in one of the innovator games, one of the new products that's out, there's a bundle for that one. Uh, one of the neat things in some of these packages is the the Salt and Wounds package from Pangolin Press, which includes uh, one of their books and a package of Tarask jerky. <laughs> okay, it's not really Tarask <laughs> jerky. It's actually alligator jerky, but it's in a neat Tarask package. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Our, our you can't tell anybody. Our first meat-based price. <laughs> That sounds fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to need some of that. Now, in addition to that, we have a couple of other prize bundles uh, coming up as well, I think. Mm -hmm. Some of those are some that we're going to talk about later, or at least I'll okay. bring them to mind later when we talk about some of the events that are coming up. Please do. It sounds like there's plenty to talk about. So... Um, it sounds like you guys have got a lot of stuff going for this. Um, and do you guys have any special guests who are going to be showing up to the con? And if you do, uh, how can we see them, meet them, say hi to them, shake hands through the internet? All right, well, that, that's me. So we're going to have, uh, we have uh, 25 live publisher Q&As 
that we record, and they'll be released between Aethercon 6 and Christmas. They're about 50 minutes, and they um, this is in an area called Coin and Quill. Um, okay. and it's basically just interviews where we talk to the talk to the um, the guests. Um, some of those people are uh, so we've got. Um, let's see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna name drop a few names. So uh, uh, Jacob E. Blackmon, uh, Rogue Genius Games. Uh, Jason Nelson of Legendary Games, uh, Eloy Lasanta from Third Eye Games, uh, Rachel Ventura from Legendary Games, um, Kevin Glussing from Samurai Sheepdog. And I'm not going to name everybody. I'm just just picking out a few that I that I find interesting here. Uh, Stephen Helt of the Four Horsemen. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they do some really great stuff. Um, Keith Capel uh, from Fantasy Flight Games. I know you've heard of them. Uh, Michael o- O'Brien from uh, Chaosium. Uh, the, let's see. Oh, Andrew uh, Ragland from FASA Games. Um, another uh, Mike Mike Mason. Oh, Mike Mason from KSM. Uh, Chris Garland from T- uh, Timeline LTL, uh, LTD. Uh, and oh, here's a good one. Jim Wampler from from Goodman Games. He's a he's a cool dude. I like him. Uh, Shane oh, Ivy from Arc Dream Publishing. And uh, let's do one more. Uh, let's do. Okay, uh, Mortis Logan from Ralph Partha Europe, and that, that's from a miniatures event. Gotcha, um, man. And then there's and some of those, you know, some of those we have. We're also going to have uh, sixteen themed panels. Uh, they get released in January. They're about eighty minutes long. Uh, three mm-hmm. guests and one moderator, and uh, that takes place in the Philosopher's Conundrum. And that is, that is basically like a that's your panel. So we pick a mm-hmm. there's a there's a topic that we talk to. Um, and it's the the moderator and the three guests, and uh, a lot of times, gotcha. you know, the moderator also chimes in because, uh, you know, frequently the moderators are game designers and are people who are, right. in, you know, in the field too, and they they can speak to those things. Uh, and then, all right, so our pan- some of our panel focuses. Uh, so for Friday, uh, it's the business of gaming, game design, and art. On Saturday, it's GM tips, and on Sunday, That's it's good. genre specials slash miniatures. Okay. So these are going to be uh, like recorded. Are these going to be recorded during the show or before the show? Yeah, these get recorded. All right, so these get recorded all throughout the weekend, and it's it's all done. Okay. It's all done via um, Hangouts on Air. We just you know we, okay. we broadcast it live, uh, and we have multiple rooms going at a time because uh, YouTube is pretty cool like that. You can you can run multiple things at a time. So uh, at any given time, there's probably two three shows going on or two or three events going on at a time, um, depending gotcha. depending on the, the day and the time, of course. Uh, and okay. then there is a ch- uh, there, uh, Steven, I don't know what what is the rules on the chat room? Can people chime in from the chat room? Um, they um, when you're when they are uh, attending a panel and not like the guests or right. the moderator, they can type their questions in right. much like the summer roundtable series. Sure, sure. And then it's and it's on the mod to grab those up from the side and put right, them out right. there. So so yeah, okay. so the moderator can take questions or take comments. Um, uh, I was just trying to remember. That's right. That is absolutely right. Uh, we've been doing it for the summer roundtable series. That works pretty good. A couple people get in the get in the chat room, and um, you know they they can say, "Hey, well, what about this?" And if it's relevant to the discussion and the timing is good, and the moderator uh, decides, you know, says, "Oh, that's a good question. Let me ask that." Um, he'll he'll bring he she will bring that in, um, and it's a great time. So if, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about just you know, troll not trolling not trolling uh, stalking stalking us. Uh, you can just sit there, and when when one of the guests that you want to ask a question of comes on, you know, like let's say, you know, uh, Stephen Helt, you want to ask, he's like, oh man, I've always wanted to ask Stephen Helt this question. Hey man, come 
hang out in the room, ask the question. Uh, it's your chance to get a, you know, your personal question with a designer that you perhaps wanted to, to ask a question of. Excellent. Well, cool. Man, this is sounding exciting. I'm going to have to check. I'm always down for checking out GMing tips. I'm going to have to come in on uh, watch some stuff on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, good the, deal. The, the thing that has not been mentioned yet and should mm-hmm. be is that not only can anyone attend it because it's online, anyone can attend it because it's free. Hey, oh, that is a very important thing to mention about this con. It's free. You can go there even if you have no money. Yes, I mean, if you have an internet connection, uh, yeah. because uh, all of the software is is free and browser-based, with the yeah. exception of Skype, which pretty much comes on any laptop or a computer you buy right. anyway already installed. It came on my so, computers. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Fair. for all intents and purposes, it is a quote-unquote browser-based thing because there's no install to be had there. Gotcha. And, well, good deal, yeah. And it's there's always, you know, everybody... Almost everybody. I'm not going to say everybody, but 90-some-9% people have a smartphone. Uh, and if you have a smartphone, you can get into Google Hangouts, or you can watch, or you get to YouTube, you can watch. So, uh, nice. So if you have a phone, you can pay. You can you can be a part of this. You can you can check it out. Dang, yeah. nice. I see it's better and better every time we talk. <laughs> I am one of the 001%. I, I knew you would be. A pretty stupid phone. <laughs> My phone's relatively stupid. (laughs) That's why I said, uh, you know, not for everybody. Not everybody has to have one. No. Hmm. Um, But, Joe. Well, that's good to know. Well, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Free convention, accessible to anybody who's got the internet or phone. Right. So, um, go to your uncle's house who has it. (laughs) Right, right. Or go borrow it from somebody. Or your uh, local library. uh, <laughs> yeah. So, if you can plunder it from your library or from your uncle's house, or if you got it at home, as long as you got the internet or a phone, how do people usually play games online? I heard you mention a couple of virtual tabletops. Um, just touch on those real quick. Sure. That's uh, you know, this is mostly going to be done through Google Hangout, right? And um, mm-hmm. you basically go in and you sign up for events. So if a GM wants to set up an event. Uh, he needs there's a GM playbook that you go to on the, on the website and um, that's like aethercon.com blah 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 it's a, it's a long link uh, it'll be on our webpage mm-hmm. and uh, you, there's instructions there for you to follow uh, the link to this section is on the website uh, menu under really important stuff uh, but if you're a player so if you just want to go and play uh, a player wants to sign up for events um, you basically you get tickets uh, you'll need to sign up for aethercon event manager account uh, on or after September 17th, 2017, uh, there will be a link to do so on the AetherCon website. Mm-hmm. Uh, once a user has created an account, they will be able to log into the AetherCon event manager and claim tickets to any of the available events. Uh, some events have unlimited tickets, such as panels or speed painting duels. Others have a very limited number of tickets, such as specific game table, as you can imagine. Game Master can only handle so many people. Uh, when an event's tickets are claimed, it is no longer available as an event for users unless a user who already has claimed a ticket opts to relinquish said ticket, at which time it becomes available again to all users. Pretty much all automated. The uh, event manager builds a printable itinerary for users as they claim tickets, which can be used to plan out each day at Aethercon. Nice. Very friendly. Man. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I cool. have 
got to really give a lot of credit for all that stuff to Justin Andrew Mason. Yes, sir. He he is a he is our webmaster. Uh, he is also a very talented guy in a number of different areas, and he is incredibly busy with deadlines, which is probably a good reason as to why he's not here because GenCon's coming up in half a week and pe people are pulling their hair out and Justin is right. kind of gluing it back on their heads for them. <laughs> well, good. I've got some things that I need to prepare for GenCon. I'm probably going to be doing that once we're done here, actually. <laughs> got more Dragon Age to run, anyway. Yeah, um, good, good so... Idea. Um, folks who are going, folks are going to join this convention. Um, what should they know? Is there any materials or equipment that they should have, like any pencil and paper they should have in front of them, or is that just for everyone's discretion? I would definitely stock up on munchies. <laughs> fair enough. I mean that that would be my thing. That's fair. Um, I mean, pretty much everything is online. Uh, and I mean, Roll Twenty does everything you need it to do, and so far as games are concerned, mm -hmm. uh, the panels and the Q and As are they, they run live, they get recorded, they're released later on both our site and YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the speed painting duels and the and the and the cleric fighter wizard rogue. Uh, these are you know there there's uh, you know you can watch the speed paint duels the the, the miniature stuff. They have been painting these things for about four months. It's only the voting that takes place over Aethercon weekend. Okay. Okay, so, you know, you're going to be seeing, you know, a good uh, half year's worth of effort on, on behalf of these miniature companies. Um, you know, uh, and so far as what, really, just bring yourself and whatever, you know, your, gotcha. your, your favorite chair and munchies. Really don't need much Chair, more than that. Munchies, internet, screen. Um, is there anything that you'd recommend that folks have? Not necessarily required, but stuff that helps, like uh, like a good webcam. That's not necessarily required, but a no. good well, microphone or microphones are always good. I headphones. Mean, uh, you're going to be head. Yes, yes. There we go. That's <laughs> a good said, one. Yeah. Who said that? That's me. Please, please yeah. wear headphones. It really helps with everybody. It's it's like a courtesy thing. It's like showing gotcha. up with pants. You don't have to show with pants to this, but you got to have headphones. You go to the convention, you don't need headphones, but you got to have pants. You know, come on. It's <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's it's kind of a trade off, you know. Right. <laughs> you don't need pants at this one, right? That should be a heck of a, that should be a nice big selling point for you guys right yeah, there. There we go. That's incentive. <laughs> yeah, Aethicon, bring your headphones. Leave your pants in your room. Aethicon, the con you can attend while doing your laundry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, pretty bare bones, I suppose. Um, other than uh, games, we've got. It sounds like you guys have plenty of events, like uh, panels and um, let's see, and live publisher Q and As. So, uh, what other kinds of events are happening? Um, well, I mentioned the Anvil Alley and uh, Cleric Fighter Wizard Rogue. Basically, Anvil Alley is the place where we feature our miniature companies, and okay. the people who get in there are the ones who actually take part in Cleric Fighter Wizard Rogue. Cleric Fighter Wizard Rogue is a miniature painting tourney. That's set up much like the World Cup. Uh, for those folks uh, who are in Europe, you'll probably have a much better idea of what this is about than folks that are over here. 
Um, basically, you have group play. You have uh, four groups of four. Each of them play. Each of them, quote unquote, play each other once. Uh, so it's like a vote off. Uh, the winners of each of these four go on to a semi-final, and then the final is the winner of those two. Um, and they'll be voting all throughout the weekend, and each uh, each bout will feature a different miniature. Like, uh, and this is randomly determined. So maybe the first uh, group game is maybe all the rogues, and maybe okay. the second group game is all the clerics. You know, and so the semi-final is the fourth of which has not been used for the three group games. And the uh, the final is the entire ensemble of all four miniatures. Nice. Okay. And now there's voting here. Uh, you can only vote once in each uh, match, but uh, for every time you vote, your name goes in a bucket, and Ed, tell them what they can win. Of course, for this we have a prize as well. Everyone that votes on the uh, Anvil Alley Miniature Competition. Their name will go into the prize bucket. One winner is going to collect the entire Anvil Alley prize. Now, this, this has things like uh, Ralph Arthur Europe has provided their entire pirate dwarf crew that they just had a recent Kickstarter for. Uh, Lost Kingdom Miniatures has a, a, the cleric, fighter, wizard, and rogue that they will be entering somebody will win an unpainted set of those as well. And there will be other miniatures in that bundle as well. Um, All right. That sounds exciting. <laughs> you know, la last year, this was like... Uh, how, many, how many miniatures do we have in this thing last year, Ed? Total miniatures in the bundle last year was 70, and it included anything from, from goblins to a... 3D printed catapult. There we go. Yes. <laughs> All right. A 3D printed catapult. A like 3D how... printed catapult. Okay. Was this like exact specifications could practically work if it had moving parts? Uh, oh, this was a miniature, but a large one. No. Gotcha. Yeah, this was solid state. It didn't have moving parts <laughs> to it. Okay. Thought you could actually like load little miniatures into it and then actually toss them across the room or something. <laughs> nope, couldn't or a, do that. This was just a model. <laughs> a really intense dice roller. Nice. <laughs> Didn't we have a couple of buildings in there too? Oh uh, yes, we did have terrain features as well. Ooh. From uh, terrains for games out of Poland. Nice. Yeah, that guy does good work. Fantastic. You take a look buildings. at his stuff. Okay, and that's up for prizes too. Um, or the uh, the terrains for games uh, was was that one of the prizes or is that just stuff that's going to be featured as well? That was one of the prizes last year. We haven't uh, gotcha. finalized his commitment yet this year. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, we have this thing that's called Gen Con coming up in the near future, and right, <laughs> right. now we are we are the people no one want, wants to talk to you for obvious that's fair. reasons. You know that's yeah. okay. You know, people wanted they got a lot of stuff going there, and we don't want to get in anybody's way. Fair enough. Um, but moreover, there's even more stuff you can vote on, uh, and that has to do with our artist enclave. Okay, uh. now the artist enclave, there are going to be 13 folks in that, and those 13 people have provided us with a free downloadable wallpaper. I believe there's three in there now. Uh, fourth one's being launched this Monday by, if I'm not mistaken, it's Colin Chan's. And yes, Colin's done correct. some, yeah, yeah, and he's done, uh, 
some pretty good work for us the last couple years. He, this is his third one for us, and uh, I mean his his stuff is pretty good, and I'm you know we're happy to have him. Um, but uh, so his has been released there now. Many of these folks, these thirteen, I don't know for certain that it's all of them, but many of them, uh, uh, and plus a couple others, uh, they will be forming our speed painting duel pool. Okay, there'll be 18 in total. The speed paint duels go uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from noon to 6 EST. Okay, there's one an hour. Uh, they start five minutes after the hour. They go to five minutes to the hour. Uh, there are three artists in each duel. Go figure. Uh, we also have uh, a pair of quote-unquote bartenders because this takes place in what is called the Wandering Toad. Uh, like, if you'll notice, like, all these places have names. Wandering Toad, yeah, Point yeah. of Quill, Philosopher's Conundrum. These are all, uh, quote, uh, these are all fictional taverns. Okay? And okay. in the case of the artists, all the, you know, all the artists in our, in our town hang out at the Wandering Toad. And this is where they sit there and they paint away and, you know, drink their beverages. And so we have two quote-unquote bartenders in there. And these are usually art. These are usually art directors from various publishers. Mm-hmm. And what you know, and they they're in there and they kibitz the two of them for you know three hours, three duels. What this allows is you know uh, allows them to get a, a a free look at nine different artists. You know, because you know you're, gotcha. you're always looking for for talent, and sometimes you know you find that person you're looking for the most unlikely of places. We've already had uh, a couple of our artists, you know, grab contracts because of Aethercon, which is great. We love it, you know. Good. So that's you know, it's, it, it helps. It helps them. It helps the company that they're hired by. It helps us. So it's a win-win. Very nice. Excellent. And now you can also now these. Okay, it's one. To, it's one. It's twelve to six. From six to seven, you mm-hmm. get to vote on all of these days. Uh, Paint, uh, speed paint duels. So one, you have six speed paint duels. You got to vote them on in, in, in that one hour. And Ed, guess what? There's also a prize available for this. Nice. Everybody who votes in the speed painting duels for the artist enclave hmm. gets entered into the drawing for the artist enclave prize bundle, which includes uh, things like the the PIP system core rulebook <coughs> from Third Eye Games. Uh, Shades of Vengeance digital comic collection, um, Outbreak Deep Space, the hardcover edition. There's uh, several other prizes as well, and that'll all go to one fortunate attendee who votes for the speed penning duels. Okay. Now keep in mind, like the like the Anvil Alley bundle, you can vote uh, for each uh, each one of these once, and every time you do vote. Your name goes in the bucket. So if you vote for all of them throughout the weekend, uh, your name's in there 18 times. Nice. Right. Worth keeping in mind. Put down lots of chips. It is. Um, a couple other things. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I should mention that I don't have on here is another prize bundle. Um, the Beholder bundle. Ooh. Uh, Ed... Maybe you can. Did you? Did you? I don't believe you said anything about that yet. Have you? No, I haven't mentioned the Beholder bundle yet. The Beholder bundle is uh, 
in the same way that uh, we have bundles for people that vote on the Anvil Alley competition and the Artist Enclave competition, the Beholder bundle is for people who register with our social media sites. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Basically, it's uh, anyone who follows our, one of our Pinterest uh, um, pages or, uh, or uh, gets on board with our YouTube channel again their name goes into that bucket and uh we have a bunch of prizes for them as well nice right um, very similar to the artist enclave prizes. now here's something i guess we should mention uh you're wondering well gee there's all these draws for all these prizes and like when is all this happening uh sunday evening at I believe it's 7 p.m est to 9 p.m. EST is the Aethercon after party in the Ox and Mule. And all right. it's going to be during that time that all of these draws take place. And there's oh, going to wow. be a crap ton of them, so uh, it's worth showing up for. Good. Man, um, that's exciting. Okay. The, a couple a couple more things I mean, there's, i'm sorry man it's just a lot of no, stuff here. no you're good you're good this is it's it's all it all just gets more enticing the more we throw on like all right uh there is also bobble brooks bazaar bobble brooks bazaar is uh named after an enterprising uh halfling called haldegrass bobble brook who at one point in time sold tents for a living and then decided you know what if i put up all these tents and put merchants in them i'll make more money and so he did it and anyone, any of the vendors hall, any of any of the publishers who rent a game get the vendors hall package. One of the things they get is a tent shop front in Bobble Brooks Bazaar, from which they can sell stuff. Nice. Uh, and basically, what usually happens here is uh, they, you know, you get like special sales or special bundles for those three days of Aethercon only. Sometimes it's like the preview of what they're going to roll out on Black Friday, you know, you can either get it here now for these three days or brave the brave the zombie hordes, uh, you know, the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, so, you know, there, there's that as well. Um, a couple of new features here. Uh, this year, we're going to have the hotspot ads. They're going to be in the top right-hand corner of, our, of the banner on every page. We're going to move those logos over the day of the events, and they're going to be in the middle. Uh, uh, but that hotspot ad is going to be hardwired into the topmost item that the publisher puts in his shop front. They can put up to three items in there, and you know, so it's going to be like their their best thing they have to offer. You take a look at it. Oh, this looks interesting. You can click on that, and that will take you directly to the place you can buy it into that shop front. So it saves you time. It saves you clicks. And it sounds okay. like it saves you money. It's hey, Stephen, and, and we're too. we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have it so people can go into some of these shops, right? Some of these these store owner shops. So we're gonna have uh, they're gonna have a time where they're they're gonna sit on uh, on on hangouts, right? And people can people can actually there'll be a link there, and it's the link that lets you into hangouts. And if you click on it, you can go into the hangout and actually talk to the to the yeah. your your purveyor. Um, and then this will all be embedded on the website that will also have. Uh, links to where you can buy stuff, so it's just like being in a store. And if you want to ask the, you know, you want to ask the proprietor, hey, what does this book have in it? You could, you could go to the chat room and ask him, or you could just go into the room and ask him. Nice. And uh, here's, uh, I mean, the thing with that 
is that uh, when, I mean, they can choose their own hours, okay? Right. There's no, like, hardwired schedule. You must be here and leave then. Uh, they choose their own hours. But whenever they are in there, there's going to be an icon on the hotspot ad. And underneath their uh, their little uh, at their little um, logo on in Bobble Brooks Bazaar that says the shopkeeper is in. So you'll know when they're there. That's right? when you go and swoop in and say hi. Exactly. You know, uh, and we we uh, we we think that this is a, a good way for people to meet people. Let's put it that way. In this case, swooping is good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lastly, or I hope, but not least, <laughs> uh, there is the convention magazine. We've been doing this ever since Aethercon got started. Uh, it's built around interviews with game publishers. Um, there's uh, also, you know, obviously there's a lot of credit to be given to a lot of different people for being a part of Aethercon, and it is only right that we put that in there as well. Um, because, I mean, Aethercon will be nothing without them. Uh, but yes, uh, this year there are there are four no there are there are ten different Q and A's from the ten different publishers. Uh, I can say that uh, let's see, uh, Paul Wiggy Wade Williams from uh, Ace Games, he'll be one. Uh, Jason Nelson uh, from Legendary Games will be one. Uh, Jay Sonia Storm Buddy Studios is also in there. Uh, there's, like I said, there's ten all told. Uh, there's, we still hope to get one or two more. Uh, starting this year, we are going to have a pair of essays, as opposed to Q and As uh, by gaming luminaries as well, okay. uh, who at this point shall remain nameless because it's more fun that way. Uh, and. Uh, also, Ed, we have one other thing that is in the convention magazine that perhaps you'll like to speak to. Oh, yeah. This year, uh, we introduced a new competition, our funniest gaming story ever competition. Uh, so anyone out there can submit their funny game story, whether it's you as a player, uh, you as a game master, you as a, a manager or owner of a friendly local game store had some kind of amusing anecdote happen in your store. Write us up the story, send it in. Uh, we had uh, six different uh, stories competing this year, uh, paired up against you know, two by two by two for voting. Uh, people came out to the website, read the stories, voted on which ones they liked best. So the final three will be going up in the very near future and of course, the winner gets published on the back of the convention magazine, and they win a fabulous prize package as well. So many prize packages. You guys so are practically paying folks to come to this convention. It's awesome. I mean, how come? You got me going. I wouldn't We're... call it a bribe. I would call it an incentive. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> there, incentive. Yeah, you got it. Um... <laughs> uh, we're uh, very pleased that, I mean, th all these prizes, this is all Ed's work. Uh, you have to understand that he's done an incredible job of, you know, he's like, he's kind of like the, the prize bundle whisperer, if you will. Uh, you know, so we're very much appreciative of what he's yeah. done here. 
Color me yeah. impressed. Yeah, I, I, you know, uh, well, if, I, if I'm going to... a lot of... Sorry, go ahead. We've got a lot of great publishers involved with us that have a lot of really good products, and this gives them the opportunity to put those things into people's hands that may have not had an opportunity to have experience with their products before. So they can come to the event, try out a new game, and then possibly even win a copy of that game as well. And so that expands their customer base. It gives people an opportunity to try out something new. And it gives us more of an incentive to bring in people to the event. So it's a win for everybody. Yeah, we're all winning here. We're all winners. <laughs> um, I dig it. He digs it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's good. Yeah, well... Uh, we do too. <laughs> good. But, uh, you know, if I'm going to mention uh, Justin and I'm going to mention Ed, then I need to mention Pete, who, you know, uh, this is Pete's first year with us, but he has been invaluable in his technical expertise. Uh, he has turned the SRS, the Summer Roundtable series, which is a series of podcasts you do in the summer, uh, uh, from what it was into what it is today, which is a much more uh, impressive uh, layout and presentation, and, and, and it really looks snazzy, and it's and it's really done well. Well, I thank appreciate you. Appreciate it with that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and if I'm going to mention him, then I got to mention Chris Malador, who is our artist enclave uh, coordinator and our graphics coordinator. Uh, all that uh, all that running around getting artists to do really cool art for free that's all Chris and uh, all, all the all the excuse me all those uh, all those graphics you see on our website for like different announcements and on our social media platforms that's all Chris too so nice. you know, we're really appreciative of that how yeah. big of like a staff I guess do you guys have for the Con for the convention, I just named all of them. <laughs> gotcha. That's nice. Right. I mean, there there are a couple other freelancers. There's a couple other people who do a couple of the, uh, you know, help out with graphics. Uh, Heather Cristofaro is uh, is the person who lays out the convention uh, uh, magazine. Um, but for the most part, um, it's uh, us five. Well, hey, let's, nice. let's not forget to give a little thanks out because there's some people who do help us that they're not part of the staff per se, but they, they really do, they've really chipped in and helped us. And for no reward other than just to do it, you know, our, our moderator, so for example, the Summer round that, Summer Roundtable series, true. you know, I, I called on some of my fellow podcaster friends uh, to, to come in and help interview people for the Summer Roundtable. And they love doing it because they're podcasters. They, they love talking to people anyway. And most of them are gamers, so... You know, it's like, hey, could you come on and talk to some gamers for an hour and do what you always do anyway? And they're, yeah, sure. So they come on, and and for some of them, the video is new. That that's a new thing for the live video, but but they've done well. And then and then when it's done, I I take their videos and throw some bumpers on them and and upload them to YouTube. But uh, you know, you know that just so you know, just so our your audience knows, some roundtable series is going on right now. So I don't know when this episode will go out, but we have okay currently have six five five we have yes. five up the sixth one releases uh this week uh and then you know every week we're recording another one and the five so you can watch it live that week or you can catch it uh on youtube as an encore presentation the following week they're on out gotcha uh aethercon has a, has a youtube page yes nice um, good deal 
I, I, I do have to echo Pete that I, I feel remiss in the fact that I did not mention the moderators because, uh, you know, they, they are a big part of this. And, uh, and uh, you, granted, they are not on staff. They do not have a, a staff email, put up, put up, put up. But mm-hmm. uh, they are they are also very important to us. Yeah. You know? yeah. You got a lot of good folks in here, it sounds. A nice motley crew. It's all for the love of gaming. We all love exactly. games, yeah. man. That's what it's about. Uh, we, about. We, will gladly, we will gladly add to our motley crew. We're currently looking for a base. No, never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but we probably could use a couple moderate, couple more moderators. That we we we're in the process of making sure we have enough. But I'm sure we could probably fit in a couple more, right, Stephen, for the for the Aethercon. Yeah, yeah, I I, 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 I can't agree with you more. Uh, I mean, uh, we want we want the moderators to have the chance to have fun themselves at Aethercon. Yes. Right, so I mean, yeah. if they're if all they're doing that weekend is uh, is, is sitting behind a mic, I mean, it, it you know we want them to play games, we yeah. want them to you know it shouldn't be all work and stuff. Yeah, puppy ups. Well, the beautiful thing is, is that if you're a gamer and you're playing, say for example, you know you love um, you love Dragon Age, right? Uh, we might oh, have yeah. one of the Dragon Age folks come on and be a part of a panel. I you know I, I don't I haven't got the full list settled out yet, but let's say we did. Just as an example. Um, and you're a moderator. You say, "Oh man, I really, I'd love, I'd love to sit on a panel with this guy. We'll come and moderate it, you know." And then nice. you're on it. You're it's one on one, you know. Hmm. Well, one versus three. Well, depends depends on what you're on panel or if you're doing one of the um, the, the coin and quill. Uh, yeah, that's that's a cool, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, cool. Um, speaking of Dragon Age, uh, because we are a Dragon Age podcast, um, I guess we'll close with just asking who here has played Dragon Age before. Okay, I um, haven't. The um, let me start with the video games. Who's played the video games? Oh, well, I have invested a lot of time in the Dragon Age video games. Nice. Uh, more mm-hmm. time than I ought to, and I perhaps have better relationships with those characters than I do with some <laughs> extended family members. You are definitely, if, if all of the uh, Facebook pages and Twemblers I follow are, are correct, you are definitely not alone. <laughs> Way to save our ass, Ed. Well, hold on. Yeah. I, I, got, I got one for you. So I haven't, uh-huh. I haven't played Dragon Age. However, um, we did, for Game School Podcast, which is one of the podcasts I work on uh, for, for TSR Games, um, we, have, uh, we did um, Fantasy Age. So nice. I, I know the rule systems are basically the same thing, or it's basically the same. Pretty same much, game. yeah. So we, we do have an episode on there if you want to hear it. It's we interviewed um, Jack Norris. Um, uh. he, he came on the show, and we interviewed him, and he we did a thing. It's about it's about thirty minutes or so, thirty to forty minutes or so of us talking to him about the game, about you know about how it, it came to be. Uh, we go into with the rule set, the basic ideas on the rule set. Uh, how a mm-hmm. character is made, okay. and then he ran. He ran my character, so I, I played. I was the player. Chad was the interviewer. I was the player. Uh, he ran me oh, on nice. a fifteen-minute adventure to show the rules that we just talked about. So it's it's a really nice. good show and tell kind of kind of podcast. Uh, if you want to check it out, you can check it out at gameschool.tsrpn.com, and it's episode number twelve, Fantasy Age. I'm gonna have to check that out. I've been wanting to get him on the show too. No, and try and get anybody on Dragon Age on the show. And <laughs> right. I haven't been reaching out much, but I wanted to, we thought we'd establish ourselves a bit first. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I, I, that's really cool. I'm gonna definitely have to check that out. Um. And of course, um, 
want to, can't find a GM is the one thing that I hear more often from anybody, anybody like who I, I talk to on like Facebook pages or, uh, or even like on Twitter or Tumblr folks are like, Dragon Age sounds like fun. I have the game. I printed up the character sheets. I have dice. No one else I know knows what Dragon Age is. So I want to, I, I have been reading up a bit on this. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I, I the one thing I've seen because I am the want you can't find a GM. Mm-hmm. Uh, Antavan, I I I'm definitely if I if I ever do find a game or a GM, my character is coming from Antavan. Okay. I think gotcha. that I I have the 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 Queen Mother of Thetis. I think that's a really she's really done a good job insulating that kingdom. Oh yeah, yeah. She she takes very good care of Antiva. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think that's uh, that's something. I mean, that's 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 where I would go if I if I if I were okay. to create a character. Well, we do have an episode if you want to check it out about uh, being an Antivan wayfarer, which is one of the backgrounds, and we touch on Antiva a little bit as a place for having adventures. If it ever tickles your fancy, or if anyone wants to run a campaign on it, we've got. 32 ep- we got 30 well 31 episodes out now 32 is in the works right now um, we just finished voting on it and I've made the announcement and I gotta go figure out what our notes are gonna be that'll be fun right. uh, Antiva um, <laughs> I think I as you can as, as, you, as you can tell I am not an expert on this game <laughs> that's okay that's okay uh, it's the best thing about it is that it's really easy to pick up. Like all you need are three d sixes, and you add like maybe two numbers. Right. I like. Roll stuff. I really do like the system. When we when we played the mm-hmm. um, the fantasy age variant of the rule system, mm-hmm. uh, that was that was super interesting. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it was it was just yeah. Uh, it's just a straight up good time. Not a whole lot of crunch. Yeah. I mean, you could play it really easy, um, but there's still a lot of things that uh, that you can do. Um, and there's a lot left for the game master to make um, dynamic things happen. So, uh, oh, yeah. because I'm, I think that what is it? Uh, if you roll doubles or triples, you get stunt. You, if you, you roll doubles stuff. or triples, you get stunt points. Right, right, you right. To, if you if you succeed on the test, you get to do that and a little extra. Right, right. So it's it's kind of cool. Um, I think yeah. I think one of the roles I made, I'd not only killed the guy, but then I had these stunt points, and he's like, uh, you could use them for something if you can think of something to use them for. And I was like. Uh, intimidate the other guys like all right yeah that works so it's, it's really <laughs> cool the way you could do that kind of stuff yeah totally and just go throw a threat out at him or taunt him or uh one of my fa- my favorite uh, my player's favorite thing to do is to just uh to do the bum up stunt which is just it costs one stunt point you say something cool mm. that's the whole stunt right. and if you can't think of anything to do you actually pull the table to find something cool to say okay cool cool awesome. <laughs> It's a fun little role-playing stunt that, uh, I don't know if, uh, it, I mean, the game's got like 39 stunts that you can throw out there. I imagine Jack probably kept you just on the combat stunts, because, yeah. I mean, once you roll that out, that's already like more more than a dozen stunts, and it's like, you rolled three stunt points, bang, pick one, pick a couple. Yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, just, it's a simple, it's a 15-minute adventure, so we didn't get too crazy with it. Yeah, gotcha, fair enough. So it's definitely got a lot of room for depth, but it's it's very easy to just get your feet wet on it because you just you roll three d sixes, you add those numbers up, you add like two more numbers, and then the GM can tell a lot of information from just that one roll. Okay. And it sounds like oh, you want to run a game at Aethercon. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I think I'll run three. Why not? Hey, there you go. Hey. 
if any of your uh, fellow uh, folks that are on your uh, in your other campaigns and want to run stuff uh, are looking for a player gotcha fair enough I, mean, I, mean, <laughs> I, I will volunteer for this this uh, this dangerous job you volunteer as tribute Yes, exactly. <laughs> nice. I will not run away from cars that are armored, but I will play Dragon Age. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, this has been this has been a pleasure. Uh, I appreciate you guys all coming on to on my little podcast to talk about uh, uh, see this big super sweet con that's going on. Uh, we're happy to be here. I mean. Uh, we appreciate the fact that you've uh, taken an hour of your Sunday evening and uh, and decided to come talk with us. So, I mean, the feeling's mutual. Oh, excellent. Well, thank you all for so much for coming on. Uh, of course, um, AetherCon starts on, let's see, is uh, November 10th to the 12th, so set it in your calendars. Uh, early registration starts in September on the 17th. Is that right? Yes. Excellent. So and, uh, keep in mind, there is uh, early bird player registration bundle. So get in there and get your uh, get, get your, your name on get, one of those yeah. many raffles. That's well, right. Yeah, get you know, start uh, registering to play games, and uh, you know you could start winning something. stuff before you even go in. Right. The first twenty-five <laughs> players that get registered hey. early and actually participate are going to get that player bundle. Oh, Excellent. And don't don't forget to uh, to check out our YouTube channel. That's it's YouTube forward slash AetherCon, um, and then there's um, you know so we got we got videos coming up every week for the rest of summer, um, and then make sure to f you know friend us on Facebook you know for follow us on Facebook because there's always announcements, there's always stuff going on uh, to keep you up to breath, uh, and then of course the website always gets updates too, and that's uh, AetherCon.com. Um. If you can't remember any of these URLs, like Pete just gave you one, and I may just gave a couple of them, you will find that we have all those on the site, upper left-hand corner, right under our logo. We've got all the little icons there. You click there, you go right to where you need to go. Excellent. Well, thank you all so much for coming on the Wonders of Thetis. This has been this has been a pleasure. Well, thanks, thanks for having us. Yep. All right. So, um, and of course, thank you, listeners, everyone, for listening. Uh, this is Ren wishing lots of sixes on that dragon die. You folks all have a good whatever comes next. <laughs>